options, choices, and we get them often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ain't no, God damn it, what? Any, mini, mini, mo. Let's get it, let's go. If you ain't no, what? What? Any, mini, mini, mo. Let's go. And we live. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Down in the Basement. It's your boy, down here in the basement, with my boys and Elizabeth. What's up, Elizabeth? Hello. We got Simon in the house. What is going on? We got Ricky, the soundboard guy. Uh, the one and only. And last but not least, my name is Anthony. Elizabeth, what's going down with you? I'm pretty good. I'm hmm. fed up with this whole coronavirus. Thing. Who got it? Who got it? Nope. Nope. Simon, <laughs> Simon's back. Simon had it. He had he's it, back. but now he's I back and better than ever. He had it last ever. episode. Yes, sir. Nice. Simon, what's going down with you? Damn, dude. I've been having car problems for the past, like, two weeks. I think on the last episode, I was tired. You and telling us, yeah. Tired again, dude. I got another flat tire. Um, my car got swiped last night, bro. Wild. Swiped as in? Swiper, no swiping. Like, straight up. Jacked I think it? it was, no, I think it was more of, like, a drunk driver hitting my car. Oh, man. Like, while I was sleeping. Did yeah. you hear anything? Did your car I didn't alarm? Hear anything. No, my car's yeah. a trooper. You know, he's a you know heavy sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right, Ricky, what's going down with you, man? Nothing much. Another week down. The hustle and bustle of the hustle daily bustle. grind is still full in effect. We rising and grinding out here. Mm. Follow me at Ricard Dope with three E's so you can get on the hype. Because if you're trying to get some work done. You got to rise and grind, baby. Damn, bro. That was the earliest plug I I've know. ever heard. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I like repre- that. I'm just representing myself, he bro. He said representing. I'm just representing. <laughs> I, really, I really be on that, bro. I've just been on my on my grind, man. I've been trying to, you know, work on our podcast, work at work, trying to get a better job, you know, more career focused. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get this working. Good for you, man. Thank I'm proud you, of you. Anthony. How about you? How you been? I am very good. Can't complain, but very, very optimistic for what's to come tomorrow. Hey, yeah. Nothing specific, but every day is a new day, you know? Optimism is the way. I love it. And um, had a good day today um, with work. Nice. I like that. Let's That's go back cool. to what uh, Elizabeth was saying, though. This coronavirus shit. Wild. Mm. I'm over it. Look, we we talk You're about over the current. You had it. No. <laughs> oh God. I'm over the just constant talk okay. about it. Okay, I'm just assuming everybody has it because yeah. Well, they say everybody has it that like by the end of the year, like 40 percent of the U.S. population would have had coronavirus. Speaking of coronavirus, let me share this with you guys because yesterday. I was doing, you know, I had a meeting with a guy who I asked, hey, how's your business? Um, has the coronavirus affected your business at all? Yeah. And he's like, you know what? You know, it's so funny. Crazy thing happened to me because back in September, a guy, a Chinese guy gave me a tip. He says um, that he says to stock up on hand sanitizers and face masks because... Something's about to come. Really? And he knew it because he was in China. This guy's a Chinese. Apparently, he was a scientist in China. And he was buddies with the scientist that died yeah. from alarming the, the coronavirus. And he said that he fled from China to here because the thing that they got going on over there is they're kind of like testing a new strain of flu. And it was designed supposedly to control the chinese population Wait, is this real news bro th- th- i'm hearing this guy talk about it right so which is crazy because i've heard the the um, the conspiracy yeah. theory out there yeah. but this is a guy saying he spoke to the chinese scientist guy that okay, right it was okay, crazy okay and then um so he got that tip back in september before the chinese outbreak happened and um he Did thought he stock up he stocked up on face masks, and everybody thought he was crazy, but his his vice president called him last week and was like, how did you know to stock up on those face masks? He's like, I got the tip. And then th- nobody would believe him. Dog, I, that's but, wild. But he has a lot of face masks right now. If you guys <laughs> need it. 
It's Santa Clara. If you go on Bruh. eBay, they're expensive. That's they're hard crazy. To find. Yeah. And they're saying that he's saying that the reason it's even crazier right now is because they didn't account for the strain to mutate so fast. Yeah. And so like it wasn't supposed to go outside of the, you know, the Chinese population. Yeah. But. Bro, the, yeah. This whole coronavirus. Hey, honestly, I'm gonna say something here. Um, the coronavirus has done some good for me. Uh, traffic is now. Oh, it's crazy. Fifteen minutes to get home. Okay, before this, it was literally a forty-five to hour minute drive. Yeah. Hour minute drive. Wow. Fifteen minute, forty-five minute to an hour drive. Like, hmm. I get home in literally thirteen minutes now. Does your traffic change? Uh, the only time that I've had to drive back was today, and it was. It was pretty quick. Actually, yeah, I was not going to lie. It was like a 30-minute drive, which is about the the right length for, like, Mountain View to San Jose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so it was like a 30-minute drive. I love it. No I love it, too. I fucking love it. I mean, I don't like the virus, but I just like, you know, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. What do you guys think about that story? You guys, you guys calling BS? I mean, I don't On your story? <laughs> or? On, the, on that guy's story. <laughs> well, it depends. If it's his story or your story. Well, like, if it's my, your story it's that a, you heard it, then yeah, I, I, believe my, you, I believe you heard that. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's pretty intense, dude. I wouldn't right. doubt it though. I heard it from a primary source. <laughs> no, technically a secondary. Technically, that's wild. Um, I mean, what would you do? I don't feel like they would have let that scientist leave so easily if he was who he says he was. Well, the Chinese government controlled, like, had the other scientists like um, blocked, or like, yeah. So why wasn't this guy like? Because he fled. Supposedly, he he if he was really that high profile, they wouldn't have let his ass fly away. For real, they wouldn't have let his ass just go. Doesn't China like limit what you can do on the internet? There, like, I mean, imagine yeah. you yeah. can't They're leave the country if you're like, high yeah. profile. Yeah. But I mean, nonetheless, I believe you heard it. Yeah, I yeah. believe that maybe like yeah, the government and other governments are because you never really know what they're going to do, and everything's so classified and. And Man, the, the U.S. Like has been outed for doing some shady yeah. shit. There's got to be plans for, for population control. You think so? By Definitely. That, by that, there, do you mean like they want to kill off like a There's movies of about it. Okay, don't use movies as a fucking <laughs> source. I'm talking like seriously. Yeah. Do you think the government would want to believe like that they want to kill their own people so that they can keep resources? I mean, it's it's Maybe. it could be a possibility, but that is very morally ethically wrong you know i mean yeah. it's very utilitarianistic I mean, we, also, we also have like the death penalty and that's very immoral of yeah us. what's up oh, with don't that? even get me started we're gonna have <laughs> let's start on that, that. No. that? no we're gonna get there oh, okay. later we're gonna get there later i do want to ask a question like so about the whole um you know traffic being low hmm. and i imagine it's you know a lot of these companies in the bay area are exercising uh work from home um mm-hmm. you know like that whole option um, have you guys ever worked from home before? Do you guys? All the time. I end my day yeah. working from home. Do you do you work from home, Elizabeth? As when I was working in news, you could, yeah. Yeah. Ricky? No, I've never had that privilege. Okay. Um, I worked from home a couple of times and uh I think one of the things we, we wanted to talk about in regards to like just um that in general is do you guys are you guys productive when you work at home? No. Like, no, are you able to it's do that? It's hard. Nope. No, uh, but I know what I need to get done. Yeah, so I get that done. But it's easy to get distracted, and yep. sometimes I go past my working hours and just keep working. Yeah, past. Yeah. No, I feel like when you're able to work at home, like you're in the comfort of your own space. Like you, you shouldn't. You're not bothered by anybody. You should be able to be the most productive. I feel. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> no. Not me. I think the reason why most of us cannot be productive is because to us, home is a place of relaxation, a okay. place to unwind. Agree? Do you agree with that statement? Yes. Yes. So with that, don't, the reason why, like, while I can't for my day job work at home, I do still have side projects that I work on. And I've noticed that when I'm at home, it's just, it's hard to get distracted. You know, I got my puppies, you know. If I see their cute little face, I'm going to want to, like, stop what I'm doing, chill with them for a little bit, boo, 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 boo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's just distractions. Also, I don't feel like as much as I clean my room and I like to keep it clean, it's still, like, my bed's right there. I could just, like, lay down. You know, I have my switch right there. I could go on Smash for a little bit and whoop on some motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, I have, I, have, I have a plethora of options to have fun where... You know, whereas like doing work isn't doesn't sound fun. So I, I my hack for that is I don't work from home. 
I see. Yeah. I go to a cafe. I go to the library. I go somewhere where I'm there to work. I don't have distractions. I just got my laptop and I got my things to do and I'm going to bust them out. Do you guys remember that one episode of SpongeBob when he has to write that essay? Yes. And then he like cleans his whole house. He <laughs> yes. spends like five hours just like writing the. Yeah. That's me. Why do people our age have a SpongeBob reference for everything? Because <laughs> that's where we grew up with. Because we've seen like yeah. all 500 episodes of yeah. them. Like. But that just shows its influence on our culture as yeah. well. You know what I mean? The fact that like, it's kind of like The Simpsons, right? Like for other people, like The Simpsons had so much airtime that they literally have like a reaction for everything through them. Mm-hmm. True. Like ours is like SpongeBob, SpongeBob? dude. Like yeah. SpongeBob has a fucking reaction for everything. Yeah, but I that's agree. me. I can't work from home. It's way too comfortable. Like... Oh, I'll just play like I'll just work on my laptop on my bed. And uh-huh. it's just way too comfortable. I was like, okay, before I start, let me watch TikTok videos for like five minutes. And then before you know it, it's like thirty minutes, like, oh my God. Well now I'm hungry. Let me just go get a snack and then I'll start my work. So yeah. it's never ending. What about you, Anthony? It's just like when you do homework. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I mean I was able to do homework because I've always had like a, a table to do the work. So I, yeah. Your desk. A desk. Question. Is productivity, in this case, working from home, is it based off of you staying busy the whole time? Or are we talking about, like, you're at home, you're comfortable, and you're efficient and getting things done quick, and you're able to go do those other things, like, that you want to do, like, That's smash, what it or, should be. Right? Like, I feel yeah. like, for me personally, I have a little bit of a different take. Like, when I'm at home, I work more efficiently. I'm not bothered by anybody. Like, I'm in a space where I'm literally comfortable. comfortable I can yeah. literally sit there in my pajamas, type up and email whoever I need to, close mm-hmm. it, and do other things. Because, I mean, amongst working at work, sometimes you have a little free time to take a walk or, yep. you know, do get on your phone. I just feel like being able to do that at home, man. And, like, having a fucking virus be the reason that I'm able to do that pisses me the fuck off. Because I feel a lot more people should be able to work from home. I agree. Yeah. It definitely puts you in a way different, a much more different creative mind space, I feel. Because I feel like when you're at work, you're kind of, I don't know, that's just me personally. Like, when I'm at work, I, I there's a certain way to think, a certain way to be. Like, when I'm sitting at home in my pajamas and I'm writing an email to, you know, whoever, like, I just feel laid back mm-hmm. i don't know this is my my two cents on it yeah i mean pros and cons to everything the virus is really starting to and and that's what they're saying is actually going to be a new not a new type of market but a rise in uh remote access right so uh-huh. right now everyone knows the stock is going down because of the virus because there's a bunch of stuff that is suffering be- due to the virus you know mm-hmm. travel Gas prices. Um, gas prices. Yeah, oil specifically. Uh, you have a bunch of, of stuff going down. Uh, I can't think of anything else, but there's definitely a, a ton. And other things that are increasing, you know, remote access work. You know what I mean? More hygienic products. Yeah. You know, everyone's buying that shit up, right? There's a toilet paper shortage. <laughs> Which is crazy because why are people buying toilet paper? Because we're all full of shit. Epidem- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Got him. I don't know. That joke was kind of shitty, though. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. So yeah, I went to work today, and in the bathrooms, they have little timers, like a little sand timer to, like, how long you're supposed to wash your hands. I'm, I'm still, like, not grasping, like, I don't know, the fact that people still don't know how to wash their hands. Uh. You know what I mean? Like, we, we all grown-ups, and we're like, here, you make sure you wash your hands for 20 seconds, sing happy birthday twice, make sure not to go fast. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's a little weird Is that to the me. rule? Oh, yeah? <laughs> no, I, I didn't know this. Is, might be. You just made that up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> now it's on the official handbook. I mean, now I make sure to count to 20, but like before, I wouldn't like... You wouldn't? I bet you it wouldn't be like 20 seconds. 20 no. seconds is a while. Dude, think about... I don't think it's... I don't know. I feel like when you can feel when your hands are dirty or clean. Right? No. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm like a little bit of a germaphobe. Uh-huh. Like, if I buy hot Cheetos, I'll make sure to, like, put hand sanitizer on my hands before I eat like chips or anything that it's gonna that I'm gonna touch with my hands. Or I'll also won't lick my fingers for like the Cheeto dust. That's I won't the do that. Best part. We- I know, but you're I won't. Not Mexican. No. Yes, I. <laughs> oh, not, yes, you're not I eat it with a spoon or what? No, no. I'll eat it yeah, with you my eat fingers. It with chopsticks no, I eat it with my fingers, yeah, but I just rice. won't. No, because it's yeah, I'm right. germy. So you just wash your hands after? Huh? 
You no, don't, you yeah. just wipe all that goodness away. Just, I know. Oh Dang. my god. Only if I'm no, Only if I, <laughs> only if I'm out and about. But if I'm like at home, then maybe I'll like I'll lick my fingers. Hey, when I'm at home, I don't even use hands, bro. That's it's just straight back to mouth, <laughs> like the whole time. Damn. <laughs> but like, Cut like the middle whole, man. <laughs> Cut the, the middle, middle hand. hand. <laughs> uh, but this whole coronavirus thing, it just got me thinking. Like, I went to the grocery store the other day. Mm-hmm. Like, how many, how easy it is for germs to spread. Because before that, I went to the gas station. I touched the pump. And then from there, I touched the steering wheel. And then from there, I touched the cart. And then from there, I'm, like, touching things. And then I touched the pin pad for when you put your cart in. And then from there, I touched the door handle on my car. And then... There's some points through all of that where I'm touching my face like I know I am, even if I don't realize it. But it's so easy to spread germs. And then keeping in mind like travel, like people travel all the time. And it's not even like air, air, like planes. We all like people who travel through bus if you use Uber. And then I think what I'm conscious about now is my phone because now I'll buy like uh, alcohol wipes and I'll wipe down my phone. So I got to text with your eyes now. <laughs> no? You ever done that before? No. That's you got to text with your tongue. I don't know. Straight coronavirus. That's another. There, there's, a, there's a crazy ass case that hands, happened keep in your hands safe in DC. Did you got a priest who gave oh, communion to 500 people was um, diagnosed with coronavirus? So just think about like, and he gave communion. So I don't to them. go to they church all, and anymore. And shook their hands. Like you know, how they said if you're scared, go to church. Like now, where can you go? Yeah. Now, exactly. Nowhere where there's over 100 people because they just banned that in San Jose, I think. Banned what? A thousand. And the, the Santa Clara County. Oh, a thousand. Yeah. Banned, yeah. like get, get-togethers? Get-togethers for, of more than a thousand people, they're banned. Don't wow. remind me of that right now. <laughs> Why? Because the Post Malone yes, concert? Yes, it's Fuck next him. week. Oh, you're so excited Post, for that. So Postponed. I, Postponed. It, <laughs> could be postponed. Oh, wait, Because <laughs> when, when, when I moved from San Jose... He played in Oakland. I wasn't here. And then oh. where I moved to, he played like the week before I moved. And now like now it's my chance to see him in. It may not happen. Well, it's also not happening for a lot of other people who are, who are deciding to go to Tomorrowland or Ultra or Coachella. Is Coachella canceled now? Coachella's postponed. postponed. Damn, just like post- South by Malone. Southwest is postponed. Yep. I thought that was canceled. Where is it canceled? Yeah, it is. And South by Southwest <laughs> was one of the biggest festivals. I really want to go to that one day. And then movie premieres are also postponed. Uh, the new James Bond one. 007. I didn't know that was coming out with a new movie. Yeah. Daniel Craig. That one's postponed? Yeah. Till like November. And <laughs> so let me, let me cancel my tickets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me ask for a refund. <laughs> let me get these refunds. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you really can't be mad at that ex- like reason, right? Like. I know, like in a lot of the sporting events right now, they're actually yeah. having um, like all the games be played without fans there. Yes, which is crazy. There was like a, a video of Ronaldo like fake shaking people's hands, like as he was walking out of the bus, like trying to make it like light of the situation. I wouldn't be able to play like that. Like, imagine you're playing in, you know, stadiums packed with fans, loud, you know, um, applause, and then just to play quiet. It's yeah. like a practice scrimmage type thing. LeBron said that. Like, because he he was asked, like, well, what would you do if they cancel, like, fans going to the games? And they said, like, I wouldn't play because I play for the fans. Right? Yeah. Really? You don't play for that check, LeBron? (laughs) There's people still watching at home. We still want to see you play the game, right? Yeah. True. But I... Just, it'd be different to play, though. Yeah. For real. feed off the energy. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. That'd be... That'd still be sick. Like, it'd be like a gym, like, shootout, like a pickup game or something. Who knows? It might be even crazier. Maybe not because I feel like the fan gives it a different factor. Yeah. They feed off of it sometimes yeah. or they can choke under pressure. So it makes the game more exciting. However, yeah. you're getting paid to do this. Like, come on now. We're, we're still going to watch. You feel me? Like, yeah. Yeah. Not everything's about the check, man. Damn. When it's your job, bro, like, kind of. Mm. It is. He's not doing this as a hobby. Yeah, but like you know, he's doing it as a job. You gotta, you gotta. He's, sure he's trying to make like, light of it, make get fun out of it. It's not just all about just fucking go play basketball, play basketball. I'm sure he has like some love for the sport, right? Right, like you know, you 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 feel like that is a perk of like the yeah. the job, like having that fandom, like exactly. And that's the perk, but your responsibility 
as a as a basketball player that gets paid by the Lakers is to go out and play, right? Like like do do good for your team. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but I don't know. It, 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 that kind of brings me to like the, one of the next things we we really wanted to kind of just talk about and you you going to be my first person of attack Ricky like kind of going into the whole I guess it's not the same conversation. Work hard, play hard, reaping the benefits and kind of knowing, you know, who or I guess when it's time to take a chill pill and relax. So I wanted to ask you guys. Wait, can we go into some background first as to how this conversation came up? Light them up. Go ahead. So so we have a group of friends. Shout out to the squad. Hey. And uh, one of our homies posted about going to Coachella. Yo, who's going to Coachella? Shout out to Stevie. And we were all like, oh, no, probably not. You know, probably not. Da, da, da. And our other boy, Robbie... Shout out to Robbie Dobby. He was like, come on, you guys got to live a little. And I was like, man, I'm busy working. You know, I got to get this cash first. Like, I'm trying to save up. He's like, man, you're going to wake up one day, 35, not knowing where your life went. And that just started a whole conversation about, you know, sometimes you just got to get away sometimes. Like, plan for your own self-enjoyment, you know. And while... Some people believe that, you know, like work hard, play hard. Sometimes you got to just like mix in. Doesn't matter if you're in debt. Doesn't matter if you got like other shit like, hey, like enjoy. Right. That's like kind of the millennial like type of thinking. Right. That's the mentality right now. Like they're saying that a lot of people are in debt, but they still go on vacations and stuff like and enjoy themselves because it's only one life. Right. YOLO. Yeah. Yeah. But there's there's the other side of the coin, which says, you know, if you really want to be successful, you got to. This is the time where you just put in work and you put in work and you put in work. You learn to love the grind. You love the process. You go hard and you will reach success in whatever you're trying to do. You're right. There's a lot of motivational speakers, a lot of people that talk about that. One example that I can think off the top of my head is Gary Vee. He's always talking about that. You know, ever since he was little, he's just been about the grind. He loves that. That brings him enjoyment, you know. And I feel like if you find something that you enjoy working on, you can be happy off of that. So that's what brought up this conversation, right, Simon? And, and yeah. you were asking, what was it you were asking? Just in general, like, um, are you guys, like what you just said, are, are, we, are you guys more of a balanced lifestyle? Are you guys all about that grind? Like, I want to know from like, your guys' perspective, and I'm, I'm sure, like, you know, for everybody else who's listening, kind of like, like, how do you keep balanced if you are? And if you're not, why do you not? Work hard, play hard, or no days off? Anthony, work hard, play hard, yeah, all day. I'm all about the life, the balance. Mm-hmm. I think that was the most important thing to me when I was deciding what I want my career to have. Okay, you know, uh, some people choose pay, some people choose the work life balance, some people choose the career um, promotions. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's what's important to me, and I think that's because. Life is all about balance. Yeah. You know, it's the give and take, push and pull, up and downs. You just gotta ride the wave. How do you how do you stay balanced in regards to like how do you keep that work life balance? Like do you plan a trip every certain time of the year or time management? But here's the thing, like I'm not afraid to take a trip and take extra days of no pay. You okay. Know? Um I think sometimes a lot of people are t- uh, afraid to like take their PTOs or or exceed their PTO because then they won't get paid. But mm-hmm. I mean, if you still got the job when you come back, you know it shouldn't be yeah. that big of a problem. And if you've been saving, then that's the whole reason you're saving. Okay. Um. Yeah. What if you're like saving for so- something related to your grind, though? Here's the thing: when you're saving, it's important to save for something. Because yeah. if you're saving for nothing, then you're just collecting money. Yeah. I like that. Damn, that's some fucking real shit right you there. Know? Good point. You just got to know what you buy. Because money comes and goes. Yes. You know? Uh, but the opportunities that come and your actions t- to take them, those come when it's in a lifetime. And some opportunities only come when you have some certain monies. Yep. I feel you like. You know? Um, so... Either save up for an opportunity or have an idea of what you want that opportunity to be. Okay. Elizabeth. 
work hard, play hard. Yeah? Yeah. And I think the way I do it is like the 60-30-10 method, where it's like 60, I'll make sure that all my bills are paid, my credit cards, my car, rent, whatever it is. Okay, that 60 I need. days? Is that what it was? No, like 60%. 60%. Oh, okay, okay, got you. So like when you get paid, I'll make sure that I'm setting aside money for my responsibilities, mm-hmm. that I'm saving aside money... For my leisure time, whatever my goal is to do, like if I'm planning a trip to the 20. Florida, yeah, and she then said thirty, or That's it could it could vary. It twisted, homie. It could vary. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, it, Are you balling? You balling? It varies, like depending on what it is, and uh, then like whatever percent for yourself, like oh, I need food or i need i want to go shopping. Shopping, yeah, yeah, like that's something that okay, I need to set aside this amount of money to go shopping if i want to spend two hundred dollars okay it's just for that mm-hmm. or if I, if I know i spend one hundred dollars every two weeks on groceries then that's what it's for but like you have to work hard if you want to play hard like if you really want to plan a trip if you want to go to a music festival if you want to buy a new car which i did and i did i've done a lot of things but i also worked my ass yeah. off yeah. So if you really want to work, play hard, you have to yeah. work hard. I agree. I feel it. There, there have been times when I've played hard but didn't work hard enough. Oh yeah, I've done and the I've same felt, thing. And I felt, you know, you just don't. It's not as satisfying. You literally, like I was gonna ask you what happens when you play too hard. That was literally gonna be my fourth. I've done both. <laughs> yeah. I've done both where I've, where I've played way too hard and I did not have the funds for it, and mm-hmm. then it bit you in the ass, and you learn, and you're like, fuck, I can't do that. But, I'm yeah. here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing you're in the same boat. I'm not actually. Ooh. I really want to be. I'm. I'm actually the opposite. Like for me personally, like my Pete, I'm the worst traveler. Like I, really? I don't do a lot. Like I, in a year, like can I tell you, like my PTO days are the days where I need like a wellness day from work, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna go do everything I want in one day, and then get back to the grind tomorrow. Like I don't, I, I want to change it, but like I'm like I'm super no days off, dude. Like I'm at work, I'm at home working, and I really want to be the person who saves up. It's not even about the money. Like I can go, I just don't for some reason. I don't know why. And you know what I find myself doing when I go on vacation? I'm working. Like I don't know why. And I think for me, it's personally just like I find a great like comfort in knowing shit is handled no matter where i'm at and like the only way i can validate that is by making sure and looking at it so that's just personally me yeah i don't know would you consider yourself a workaholic i don't want i consider myself a perfectionist do you take your work at home often i'm always working so like i take home work i take work home personally so that's a yes you sound like a workaholic, really? bro. But can I tell you? Like, it's not a bad thing. Like, can I tell you what I it's consider thing, work? I I, like, when I'm thinking about what I want to talk about on the podcast, I'm working. Like, that's maybe, like. I do that. I'm yeah, not thinking. That's... Is that work to you? I mean. No, because I'll... I love this. That's play. That's play to me. So, exactly. You know that's... Maybe that's where it comes down to as to, like, what versus, like, for me, play is, like, I'm zoned TikTok. out. Like, yeah. Like, you know what? Mm. Like, play, play happens in a day for me. Like, it's not, like, a certain week time frame i have to go for like for me play is like you know hey i'm chilling in my bed i'm not worried about work right now i'm playing like i'm chilling but i don't know i I consider a lot of things work because it's something that like i don't know i love everything i work i'm like i'm working on so like i don't feel like i'm really ever working on a lot of things that's just me yeah i love that i love that i'm not the only one who thinks like that i would say that i'm also no days off I'm all about that grind. Why? Because I'm trying to be successful. I have a lot of things I need to work on. And once I feel like I, like, I don't know, man. I just feel like I can't ease up on the gas for a little bit. You know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong. There's there's always time to play, right? And, you know, I find my, if I find myself in a time where I'm just like, dude, I really need a break. My friends are planning this trip somewhere I've never been or a cool music festival. You know what? Let's do it, right? Yeah. But it always makes me feel kind of like, fuck, why am I not working? Why am I not, you know, working on this project? Why am I not, like, where I want to be in my career? And I feel like that's what it comes down to, right? For certain people, specifically me, like, I'm going to speak for myself. I feel like I can't be work hard, play hard until I get to, a spe- like, a specific spot. And I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. So once I reach that spot, maybe... 
then I can ease up off the gas and start enjoying life a little bit more. But as of right now, the phase that I'm in is no days off. I got to go ham. Why? I'm not where I want to be in my career. I'm not where I want to be in life. I'm not satisfied. So until I get there, I need to work hard. I need to get some more projects and I need to figure out what I'm going to do. I need to get that plan settled. But once I get there, I bet I'm going to feel a little more at ease. I'm going to feel good about being like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just go. Let's just go on vacation for hmm. a couple weeks. Fuck it. Let's just do this. You know, it's just I feel like certain people get to that phase earlier than me. And that's completely fine because we're all different human beings with different perspectives and experiences. It's not going to be the same for everybody. Me, you, Elizabeth, Simon, we're all different people. And that's what makes this podcast great. So some people can afford that. Do you let me ask you? Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) Let me ask you this. Do you think you could have fun at your job to where it doesn't feel like work? Definitely. No, 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 definitely. I see. I see it. Really? I see it in, in, in my mentor and how he does his job. Yeah. But like, so the thing is like for me, right, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm team no days off, but I'm going to tell you right now, like I sometimes regret not doing more things. And I feel like somebody who works hard, plays hard. And the reason why they're able to do it is so a young, whatever age is because like they're never, they're not thinking they're, they know that they're going to go back to work hard. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I want to be that work hard, play hard guy. I want, like, I, I really do. Like, but I just feel, I don't know. I can't, I don't know. I'm more. You feel like you can't ease up either? So how It's do not you- about easing up. It's like just making, like I said, like a lot of things, when I go to work, like I love what I do. Like here, I love this podcast, right? But like, yes, it's work because it's something that I work on every single day, mm-hmm. but I don't consider it work. So if it's like no days off, mm-hmm. pedal to the metal, all work, no play, how do you guys find the balance? That's, I, I don't have a balance. That's what I'm saying. I want to be balanced. I mm. want to get to that point. And that's my thing is a lot of people who work hard, play hard, they don't look back at people who just like me and be like, damn, I want to be, I want to be on that grind. But there's a lot of times when I'm like, damn, I should lay, lay off the grind and try to go out and have like, it's one sided to look at, you know, like. There's no right or wrong here. It's just nah. like I find myself being on this whole team no days off, always about the grind, even when I'm playing, I'm working type thing. I mean, in this term type thing. But yeah, man, like that's that's my next like years. Like I want to be like in travel mode again. Like for me, it's really not about like the money or the cash flow. It's just more of like I can't like leave for that long and just kind of be like zoned out. I hear you. That's just me. I try to find enjoyment in the work. Yeah. You know, I try to take on projects that I enjoy, that I don't mind working on because, you know what, it's exciting, it's, it's, you know, it's fresh, it's new. I'm like, I'm excited to go to work now. That's not my day job, which is where if we want to be, we have to like, you know, make the right moves to get there. So that's what I'm trying to do. My side hustles, though, that's what I have control over. This podcast, love to do it. Like like I said earlier, my mom was like, oh, you got your podcast today. And I was like, yeah, how'd you know? She said, you're always happy on your podcast day. Aww. You guys hear that? You know what I mean? Wow. So that just shows <laughs> you when you love something, it doesn't turn into work. Like, 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 like Simon says, this is work for him. This isn't work for me. I enjoy this so much. It's like, I just want to do this. This is just fun to me. Yeah. Now, if we could do something about it, let's do it. I want to make an income. I want to entertain. It. We're doing it. It's not. That's not the purpose, though. I'm yeah. just saying that'd be dope. Yeah. Right. That'll yeah. come. But all I want is for people to listen to us and just have a good time and be with us because, we're, you know, we're some real ass people. Be with us. Just talking about. <laughs> Join us. You know. Come to the dark side. But yeah, so it's all I about finding what you love and what you do, and you know, if you don't find if you don't find that in your job right now, listeners, please like, like, I promise you, there is definitely something. That is work, but it don't feel like work. How do you give advice to somebody who's in a place where they hate where they're working? And, and sometimes in order to, like, stay sane, they just kind of need to play hard. You know what I mean? My, like, there's a lot of... Lot, go ahead. My advice would be fuck it. Fuck what? Fuck. If you don't like where you're working at... Because I've been in that place. Like, recently mm-hmm. in my other job, I was a producer. I hated it. I remember coming home 
and crying because I was so miserable. Like I was so unhappy. I hated the people that I worked at. I hated the hours. I hated what I was doing. I felt like I wasn't growing as a professional. I was gaining experience and that was like the only thing that was positive. Like if I made a list of pros and cons, that was my only pro. Well, you're gaining experience. You're learning something new, right? But at the same time, I wasn't happy. I wasn't getting paid enough. I didn't feel like I was growing. I wasn't being fulfilled professionally, emotionally, mentally. I wasn't in a place where I wanted to be, and I missed my family. I had no one. I was by myself. So my cons outweighed the pros. And hmm. like, kind of like what we were all talking about, like you have one life to live. Like, do you really want to be here? And my roommate, she's, she said, well, it's not forever. And I'm like, well, is it going to be worth it in the end? And for me, it just wasn't. So I'm like, I'm out. Because, and I'm a bit of like a risk taker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, most people would stay here for experience or whatever. But in the moment, I felt so miserable that I don't think I could have gone like another, another week. So you all about that work hard other places life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, and like kind of like what Ricky was saying, like the work that I do here, I love. Like, and I'm very grateful for you guys that you guys are like, yeah, do this, do this, do this. And I get to really do what I love. So when I come here, I'm always like work mode. But when I leave, I'm like inspired. So it kind of it's kind of like the circle where it's like I work hard. Like I'll do research on my own and be like, what are the top podcasts? What do they have? What elements do they have? How do they promote their shit? Like that's what I'm thinking of. And then I come here. I show it to you. We brainstorm. We talk about we debate. And then I leave inspired and I redo it all over yeah. again. I feel like like here, like, you know, there's that famous saying, right? Like, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life, right? And like with this, like for me, what I consider work is something you're trying to improve on, right? Something that is perfect doesn't need any work. So like when I say I consider this work or my job, like that just means that it's just something I'm working on. Like I don't consider it like, oh, you know, I got to go do that or, you know. That's that's so you see it as something that keeps you busy or something that you enjoy. It's something I'm passionate about that I enjoy to do. Like I keep things that keep you busy like it's literally labeled as that like it's something to do. Like I enjoy doing this for nothing. You know what I mean? Like we're doing this right now for just the enjoyment of it, right? Like whether it turns into something else, great, but like it all started off from a passion. Like work, I mean, at the end of the day, Everybody has to work to survive, but what you do for that work is kind of what, you know, makes things easier to go into every day versus, you know, harder. Exactly. And does work have like a negative connotation to it where it's just like, oh, well, is it work? No. Or is it just like, yeah, it's work and we're putting a lot of hard work into it. That's literally the way I talk about work. Like, hey, I got like I get to go to work. I don't say I have to go to work. Yeah. It's not like I have to go to work. No, never. It's like, dude, it's a blessing, especially today, you know, like to just have a job. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it's just, well, actually no, it's pretty easy to get a uh, job yeah, right like now. <laughs> unemployment <laughs> rate's unemployment pretty rate, low. Yeah. <laughs> it's very easy to find a job. Yeah. I enjoy what I do, man. Like, honestly, I wouldn't, I, I would not be able to give advice to somebody who is at a place right now that they don't enjoy because my only advice would be to leave. Like, you have to be somewhere where you're happy. Yeah. Have to be. Like, it starts there. And do it in a smart way. Like, make sure you can afford, literally, oh, yeah. you can afford to leave. So don't don't play hard unless you yeah. unless you have a place to work hard. Yeah, like, <laughs> like kind of what I was saying, I'm very risky, mm-hmm. and I'm also very, like, daring. But I'm also, I also do it within my means. So if, you know, if I can move somewhere, I have the means to move somewhere. If I have the means to quit, then I'll quit. So... Be smart and don't be too reckless, mm-hmm. but be daring. Mm-hmm. I feel it. So, I mean, you know, let us know what your thoughts are. Do you work hard, play hard? Are you team no days off? Facebook, Instagram, t- Twitter at We the Basement. Let us know. Yeah. There's Next an, topic. There's another thing I, I wanted to talk about. Speaking of daring and reckless. Who? So, SF San Francisco. They posted this um, overdose sign. Have you guys got to see what what the, what this sign says? Talk about it. So they posted on posted it up. I don't know where on what block it is. Uh, it's on Seventh Street between Brandon and Bryant. But there's a sign that says, "No overdose," D- and no, I mean like as in no, like K N, 
Do it with friends. Use with people and take turns. Try not to use alone or have someone check on you. Positive or negative? Anthony. Negative. Really? Why? Say it again. I got you. So, so the sign, basically, it's a, it's a poster, a billboard that they posted up in SF. And literally, it's, it says, no overdose. Do it with friends. Use with people and take turns. Try not to use alone or have someone check on you. Yeah, I, I get I see it. Um, I would say it's negative. Well, with the picture, it's negative. Describe the picture. It's just like a group of people, friends, with kid. Th- that's a kid, right? Is in the there? middle? There's a kid in the middle. Um, why, why there is a kid there? I, I don't know. Is it really a kid? And everybody just seems to be partying. Yeah. I guess the terms or the, the two options I gave you, positive or negative, are pretty bad. I guess yeah. I, I want to know, like, in general, right? There's a lot of feedback on it. Um, there's some people who are really kind of turned, you know, why would they post this? Why would they encourage drug, you know, usage? And um, there's some people who feel like it's, hey, you know what? It's encouraging people not to do things alone because usually when you're alone and you're doing drugs, that's kind of where you catch yourself ah, in a bad place I see. you know that's the message that's well there's two messages it's just kind of i want to know what, what you feel about that there's there's another one that says no overdose like k-own as in no be aware change it up inject drugs carries the highest risk of overdose so try smoking or snorting instead yep. i mean kind of like these are facts it's this kind of reminds me of like the what are they called where you can hmm. get new needles and you can place used needles in this like uh, container the hazard yeah, container those con- yeah. yeah those biohazard, biohazard the hazmat yeah yeah those ones it kind of reminds me of that just because san francisco they have a lot of high drug usage mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people who overdose like san francisco has a lot of um homeless like a high homeless population so i see the good and the bad that this the intent of this billboard, but I think it also brings awareness to the reality of this epidemic that's happening because a lot of people use drugs. Like that's just the reality. A lot of people in college use drugs. So instead of saying like, like say no to drugs, I think it's saying like, we, we know you're going to use drugs. We know you're going to try drugs. We know you're a drug user, but, and that's not going to change. It's not going to stop. It hasn't stopped in like decades that people have used drugs. So I guess in a way it's saying, we know you're going to do this, but at mm. least be smart about the way you're going to go about it. I agree. Honestly, I give kudos to whoever posted this goddamn sign. The way I see it, we've been daring people, fucking kids for to forever. To not do drugs. You know what I mean? Like we've... Say no to okay. drugs. Right? It's been dare. It's been like, hey, don't do drugs. Smoke it. Ronald whatever. Reagan, say no. You know what I mean? Like no. we've gone the passive way. Like right now we're just like, hey, we know you doing this. And let me tell you, we're going to give you the best tips because we want you to fucking be alive tomorrow exactly. after you're doing it. Um, yeah, maybe the picture of the kid. We're going to have to post a, uh, a link to this so that way all the viewers can kind of see what we're talking about. But yeah, I don't a, know about the picture of the kid, but we yeah, have use it kid? as the cover for this episode. Maybe okay. that. Check, check it out. Um, no, no overdose, by the way. It'll and, be on our Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, Poor choice of picture, but I, I, I like the message. You guys know me. I feel like I've talked about this before on the pod, but I am all in favor of decriminalizing all drugs, just yes. like Portugal, because people are going to do what they want to do regardless. Just like Elizabeth said, it's a fact. People are going to get heroin. People are going to get coke. People are going to get meth. It doesn't matter. What matters is giving them clean and clean drugs and and knowing the information so that they won't fucking kill themselves. True. It's known that in Portugal once they decriminalized drugs, they focused on actually helping people with drug problems instead of just punishing them. Because you know what they do? If you want to buy heroin, fine, go buy heroin at the clinic. But guess what? When you go buy heroin, you also get therapy. A free hypodermic clean needle. Or something. That too. You'll be yeah. clean. They'll give you the right amount so you don't kill yourself. Yeah. It'll be purer so you don't get that nasty ass toxin in your veins. But they'll also give you therapy. And, and information. What they, what they found out was that the more people go to buy drugs and the therapy they got, the less they stopped doing drugs because yes. they stopped 
being so unhappy and that's what ultimately made him do drugs in the first place so i feel like if you give people the help that they need they're going to wean off the drugs by themselves and it's proven by what's been happening in portugal so yeah. i'm all in favor of that ad man maybe they could have used a different picture you're right <laughs> it's not always about what the message is it's how you portray exactly. it or how you speak it right intent That's- versus impact yes um and i'm just saying like people are gonna do it anyways help them out that'd be wild though like if all drugs were legal like they're already starting to do it shrooms and and weed is becoming way i mean some they're already decriminalized in some cities and states yeah i'm just saying do the whole thing bro that would get rid of this big ass drug war going on too all the cartels would stop being funded by 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 illegal fucking trafficking Our government could literally use the tax money. It. They could Dude. tax all the drugs, make it themselves. Like, motherfuckers are growing weed already here. They can get some California poppy seed, poppy plants and make fucking opium. Like, yeah, true. Like, they could do that shit. Bro, tax impact alone would make a lot yeah. of motherfuckers quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think about it? Yeah, we're getting, we're, we're getting the libertarians mad, but hey, if they shit. were to do this shit, it would be litty. 80 for gram. Literally. <laughs> Yeah, right. that's, <laughs> that'd be wild. I quit. I quit today. <laughs> yeah. Um, legalize all drugs. Yeah. You heard it here for, first. I mean, we have like legal prescription drugs. Yeah. Like that's a whole other conversation. Way worse. Oxycontin. Yeah, yeah. Fucking aspirin. I don't know, man. I ain't here for a yeah. long time. Just a good time. What? Work hard, play hard. Do all the drugs. <laughs> what, Simon? Is do, that drugs, do drugs, but do them safely. <laughs> yeah. No, Honestly, no overdose. Yeah, no, don't do. overdose. And I guess no, that's what the like, billboard was trying to say. Like, do it with friends and be like, hey, yo, we're going to trip on some LSD, but what check in they, on each other. What did they say on the second one? On the second Smoke one? it and sniff it. Don't inject it. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> All righty then. I mean, another thing, like really quick, I just wanted to jump in. Like, how are we good? We good on time? We good? How are we Gucci? Um, how often do you guys read? contracts before you guys sign something never do you I read the title <laughs> yeah and then, and then read where i got to sign yep. basically just read the last thing that says like uh, i authorize whatever or the reason yeah thing. uh yeah. just that but i really just skim through it yep trust the person that's giving making me sign and then i pray is that on <laughs> is that on every contract you do like for, signing up for an oh, app? especially the tech ones like the yeah. the online ones cuz those take the longest they're like 13 pages yeah. i don't think i give a fuck about the the ones that are like um on apps or things like that because you're going to share my information anyway <laughs> yeah you don't without care. my consent so i don't care but like banks and stuff like that credit cards i'll read those terms terms and conditions interest. apply that's the all, only two things i look for for any type of credit card if you anybody here listening, you want to tip, make sure you pay attention. Terms I think, and yeah, interest. the only Credit thing cards. that has to do with money is yeah. I'm like, mm, okay, let me take it home. I'll be right yeah. back. Yeah. Here's out. here's an advice: if you guys are gonna get a credit card, don't you guys don't need to get a card that has that have annual fees. There's a lot of banks out mm-hmm. there that offer zero annual fees, and if you have, and if you're paying annual fees. I think annual fees are a thing of the past. You don't have to. Not really. There's a lot of cars that still has it, but the thing about them is they give you benefits. They usually outweigh the annual fee. So that's the biggest thing about cars with annual fees. It's that they provide you with so much more benefits, and that's simply because... Like cash back? Cash back, uh, uh, flight Mm -hmm. rewards. Um, Honestly, you'll see majority of the best... Like cash back or any type of like with the annual fees, the annual fees. Like I know you get Amex and things like that. Sometimes it's worth it, bro. Like, like you're saying, like, okay, if I have to pay sixty bucks a year for this card, but every time I use it, I get like a like what a dollar back on gas or some shit. Like, you could calculate how much you spend on certain things and see. Well, by like half a month, I'd have already paid this card off, and like. I just profit from the from the money back I'm gonna get for the next half a year. Oh yeah. Whereas like all the free cards, usually all they have are like maybe like interest free financing. So maybe you're paying things off without having interest, but that's about it. Like 
I don't know. Some, you have to really look at your, your means, there's, your costs. So Ricky just said, fuck your tip. <laughs> there, a, hey, no, it's not fuck your tip because some people, for them, it's better. He, what he says is a good point. Don't do the annual fee. I don't have any annual fee cards. Why? Because I'm living by my means. I don't spend enough to actually benefit off of that. But, hey, if you spend in hella money like every week and you don't really have any type of point system already, like, fuck it, do it. Yeah. It might I feel work like most credit cards have some like point system. Yeah, cash some back type of, or rewards. Some type of reward. Yeah. Like my State Farm gives me like reward points that I can use to shop through their portal to get shit. State right? Farm. Yeah. Get a free rental for a month or something. Some shit like that. Oh, I, I have. Okay. I have. I could do car rentals. I could do flights. I could do gift cards. But it's it's it it definitely doesn't transfer well. Like I have like five thousand points, but. That only amount to like maybe like I think like a fifteen dollar gift card or some shit. Yeah, I mean all the And that's been for like I've had that for years. That was my first credit card. Damn. Damn. So yeah. So when you signed up for that, did you read the contract for it? I feel like I didn't know. No. All all I look at on Hmm. credit cards, to be honest, is annual fees, APR, and rewards. That's all I remember. Same. Those those are are the main things, right? You have to know how much they're gonna charge your ass. You you have to know what you can get in return, and you have to know if there's any other costs. Like for example, so not just uh, annual fees, but like um, ATM cost. Like if you have a credit card and you go to an ATM, you can take money out, but they're gonna charge you hella for that. Yeah. So you gotta know what kind of cost that shit comes with. You know. I feel it. Honestly, I fucking love budgeting. It's weird. Like I budget like my my monthly costs down to like weekly or and daily like how much you know i calculate all my costs see my income for the month my gross income that's how much i get after taxes Mm -hmm. i believe and then i like separate like i i deduct how much goes to costs how much goes to like things i'm saving and then it calculates how much i have to spend every week and i love doing it so if you guys ever want like to come up with a plan i can even try and help you get out of debt let me know because i kind of like doing that shit i budget weekly yeah yeah it has to be like on a weekly basis because i know i have a bad habit of like using my card because even though i know i'm like okay i just spent 50 here i'll buy little things and then before i know it i spent like 150 so i try my best to use cash just because it's so easy for me to swipe and then not keep track of what I'm spending and then I'll just be like off balance be like how the hell did I spend 300 um so I try to just limit myself and I'm also very frugal like I know I just can't spend this much money on this and if I can I'll make sure that everything's paid kind of like we were talking about before like I'll make sure that all my responsibilities are done but that I can still afford to spend $100 on one transaction I feel it. That's cool. I'm guessing you guys don't budget, and that's fine. Hey, honestly, we're going to hit you up for your services right after this call. I mean, wow. Ricardo Camarena, a tu servicio. There's a conference call. Conditions may apply. Should we start this week's? Yeah. Start it. Shit. I guess it's time to get into this week's shit show of the week. I love that so much. Really? Yeah, let's get serious, though, because this is a... Oh yeah, this. Go ahead, drop it, drop it on them. So, this week's shit show of the week goes to the city of Alabama. Uh, Recently, this week on March fifth, Thursday, the Alabama Alabama city failed, or not city, state, Alabama state, state failed. I know. Okay, you looked at me for confirmation. You don't have to be yeah. loud about it. I know, damn. It's like yeah, not, not, uh, not nobody saw that. Just <laughs> all right, my, uh, all right, all right. Go ahead, handle, handle. Yeah, Ricardo, it is state. Don't look at me like that. Anyways, so it's a guy who said I went to Las Vegas. Where we talked about Arizona. <laughs> all right, let's go. Let's all right, all right, that was last. So episode. Alabama State is this week's shit show of the week because they failed their citizen today, citizen specifically, but also their people and. 
people of the of the world or the United States because this mostly pertains to the citizens, American citizens. This week, inmate Nathaniel Woods was put to death Thursday, three hours after his scheduled execution was initially delayed when the Supreme Court, Supreme Court stepped in for a last-minute review of his case. If you don't know about Nathaniel Woods, he was convicted for a role in the fatal shootings of three Birmingham police officers in 2004. They were pronounced dead at nine. And by lethal injection, which was how he was supposed to be executed, um, they decided to actually postpone the execution because activists, his family rallied on his behalf, collecting signatures in hopes of swaying the court to grant the clemency. The reason for this is because his co-defendant, Kerry Spencer, confessed to being the trigger man and denies Woods was complicit and responsible for the shooting of those police officers. Woods may have been part of it, but he definitely wasn't the reason these officers died. And to have a defendant come out and confess and for the court to still say, we don't care and execute this man says a lot about the justice system today. It's not fair. It's not just. It's unjust. It's it's, it, it's definitely injustice. Like, and of course, it happens to another black man. Yes, sir. Systematic racism that's been happening in this country for years. The crazy part is the governor, what's her name? Kay, Kay Ivey. She, she's pro-life. But she just took life. Hmm. That's wild. Hmm. Mm-hmm. She said, and I quote, this is not a decision that I take lightly, but I firmly believe in the rule of law and that justice may be served. I don't understand what kind of justice this is, but it definitely doesn't sound just to me. So, Alabama State, you have failed Nathaniel Woods. You have failed the, the citizens African. of this country. Yes, sir. And because of that, you are this week's shit show of the week. We're going to give you a nice little fart. <laughs> Dude. Sorry, that fart, like, it's still new to me hearing it in here in person. Like, I know such a horrible um, mention of, of that news, but, yeah, that fart is yeah. wild. Yes. And I guess now it's time for this week's... Shout out of the week. 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 And this week it goes to the one, the only... Miss Sonia Sotomayor, the first Latina and fourth woman on the Supreme Court appointed by President, former President Barack Obama back in 2008, confirmed in 2009. She is the first Latina to serve on the Supreme Court, the highest court in the land, and she represents people, she represents inspiration. She graduated from Princeton and Yale for her uh, law degree from Yale. And she represents, for a lot of young people, a lot of little girls who aspire to really work hard. And she also uh, works towards educating the youth. And she also writes children's books. So when she's not passing laws and dictating the, the law of the land, she's also educating young people about the ra their race, their roots, their culture, and in honor of women's history month. history month history month the shout out goes to sonia sotomayor hey my idol shout out of the week 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 thank you elizabeth and shout out to all the women out there uh happy international women's day that was a couple of days ago and now pass equal pay yeah, yeah. and yeah. let us say what we can do with our own bodies Yes. You heard it here first. Please. Or well, more than a couple times, but it's yeah. okay. <laughs> if you've made it this far, we have a special question for the people. I think what we're going to start to do is we're going to start giving off these little questions at the end of our shows so that way we can get your guys' feedback. You know, uh, Tweet us at WeTheBasement on Twitter. Uh, let us know your feedback on, on the special question we have for you. I guess, should we all answer it too, or should we just kind of. Next episode. Okay, I like it. Your partner gives you $50 to gamble. You came there, you lost all the money you had, and you know you had to borrow some from your friend. You win $100,000. How much do you give them? A, 
zero dollars, B, fifty dollars, C, a thousand dollars, or D, fifty thousand dollars. Let us know. Tune in again next week, cause we out. Peace. Hey there, thanks again for listening to this episode of Down in the Basement Podcast. I appreciate you tuning in. And uh, follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at WeTheBasement. Interact with us. We'd love to hear from you guys. Until then, see you next week.